Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. AT&T connects an O to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is straight fire with jason mcintyre what is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Monday, December 13th. You can hear it in my voice. It was an incredible Sunday. And I'm not just talking about hanging out with the family, watching fireworks down in the South Bay of Los Angeles. A beautiful night of fireworks. A gorgeous day of gambling. Oh, my gosh. It was an incredible. Rob G., I got to say, I was uh, on cloud nine for much of Sunday there was a stress sweat where my family looked at me as if I had, I don't know, uh, three heads or something growing out of one of them. Um, it was between the 49ers Bengals thriller, which we'll get to, and the Bills Buccaneers game. Just an awesome Sunday. Now, a lot, of, a lot of people will say, oh, the favorites rolled, the game stunk, so many blowouts. I don't know about you guys. If you're not in fantasy or gambling or survivor, yeah, it's probably not as intense and fun. But... Uh, I, me and my son are both trying to get in the fantasy playoffs. Uh, you guys know I'm in the Survivor League. By the way, zero people got knocked out. 
That's how much of a of an obvious weekend it was. Twenty five people still left in in Survivor, and I got bad news. I'll get to it uh, later on. I have nobody good left, and this weekend probably will end me as I'm legitimately looking at Urban Myers, Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll get to that in a moment, but we got to start with the uh, Buffalo Bills reeling. Just, I mean, they're on the brink. And they show up in Tampa, or should I say, they don't show up. And it was 24-3 to at the half. I'm sitting here holding my Bills plus 3.5 in the contest. I started out 2-0, and and I'm like, oh, jeez. What the hell's wrong with the Bills? Are they broken? You know, Brian Dable, like, what are we doing? They did not hand the football off once to a running back in the first half. I thought that was the first time that's happened in something close to two decades. And then all of a sudden, third quarter comes around, Bills score. Okay, great, but the Bucks score. And we go to the fourth, and it's 27-10, and I basically had written the game off. And that's when Buffalo starts coming back, and you're like, ooh, this kind of sort of feels like the Buffalo team that everybody thought would show up. Oh, okay. And next thing you know, Tampa Bay kind of goes into, I don't want to say prevent offense, but... All of a sudden, Buffalo has life. And you're like, okay, okay, Bills, you got this. And they start coming back. And folks, it's like when Josh Allen is rolling and it's digs, and I'm just telling you right now, that Tampa Bay secondary is bad. They were getting lit up, whether it was Dawson Knox, uh, Cole Beasley had a day. It's just not a good secondary. And yeah, I know they're great at stopping the run. And Buffalo did not even try to run in the first half. But Josh Allen ended up. Killing him. He had 300 yards passing, 100 yards rushing. Uh, that's a hell of an impressive day. Uh, Josh Allen really trying to channel 2020 Josh Allen. And ultimately, listen, I I don't know where people fall on this, but it's fourth and two. 22 seconds left. You're at the Tampa Bay seven. You kick the field goal, you go to overtime. Or do you go for it and go for the win in the jugular? The problem is, Fourth and two from the seven. I don't have the timeout situation in front of me. I think they had one. But like, you don't want to screw that up. Like you get the first down, then you got to rush up and clock it. Then you get like one more play and then you kick the field goal anyway. I, I'm okay with kicking the field goal there. What I'm certainly not okay with is what the hell the Buffalo Bills did after winning the coin toss. Three and out. Really? They had all the momentum in the world. And I know people say, hey man, there's no momentum in baseball and momentum is, eh, I don't know if I buy into it. There's momentum in football. There's momentum in basketball. That's real. Go play any of those sports. And when the ball gets rolling, you know, Josh Allen and the Bills had it heading into the fourth. They get the ball in overtime. Like, come on. And then, of course, you kick the ball back to Tom Brady, who is going to probably be the MVP of the league because nobody wants to vote for Aaron Rodgers, the, um, who probably has been the MVP, really. I mean, Brady has the superior cast, no doubt. And Rodgers has been unflappable, unbelievable. Remember, he missed a game, one of their losses. He was out because of COVID. And that whole COVID situation with the media, like that didn't go over well. I personally, who cares? But Brady gets the ball back, got to go 94 yards, and bing, bang, boom. Next thing you know, Brashad Perryman, only catch of the game, across the middle, peace. The wheels of Brashad Perryman. Remember he was drafted because he was fast? And it was a gut punch. I will tell you this. I was going to drop my family at fireworks. I have the game on my phone. And there's a lot of traffic. And of course, there's a bit of a delay on these apps. So the Bucks get the ball. And 
all of a sudden I start to get a flurry of texts. OMG, Brady, exclamation, exclamation. My brother who had uh, Josh Allen in fantasy and needed like one more touchdown to get some separation to get to the playoffs. No! And I'm like, oh my gosh, please don't tell me. Please don't tell me. And then like, you know, within 10 seconds, Perryman over the middle. And then he just gone. And I just, I was kind of quiet, you know, and it was a little depressing. Folks, I was 4-0 on the day. That was going to be my first 5-0 and on the season in the contest. I think I'm top 800, but what does that matter? There's four weeks left. I don't think I can win it. I'd probably need to go to a 20-0. But when you go 4-1 and or 5-0, and you think you could, anything, anything's possible. And it just, it hurt that the Bills couldn't get there. And I started to look at the schedule, and I was talking with Rob. The Bills are 7-6. and six. Last year, they were incredible, okay? Josh Allen, MVP candidate, offense all, 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 unbelievable. They have now one victory over a team that currently has a winning record. That's it. And they beat the Chiefs when the Chiefs were at or near rock bottom in a monsoon in Kansas City. I, I don't know. I'm starting to wonder. I floated this out there into the uh, internet interwebs. Were the Bills just fluky last year? Was it an outlier? Is this the real Josh Allen? A guy who's probably closer to 60, 62% than he is 70 a Bills defense that can't stop a nosebleed. A, a, a Bills offense that sputters and doesn't even try to run the football. An offensive line that lets a quarterback get sacked three times. Dable, who was supposed to be in line for all the good coaching jobs last year. Remember the Chargers were like, oh, they got Brian Dable plus Herbert equals Super Bowl. And it's like, Dable didn't get a job. And now you wonder... Is that kind of thing in his head? Is he thinking about his next? Like, what's going on that you can have such a bad half and then explode in the fourth quarter? Now they're seven and six, and guys, rest of their schedule is manageable. But I got—I'm I, not certain that ten and seven is going to get you in the playoffs in the AFC. They play the Panthers next week. So that's a win, okay? Cam Newton and, and and PJ Walker—they have mortal combination. I mean, it might as well be Montana and Young for Carolina. They lose at home to Atlanta. They're bad. They're a bad football team right now. Buffalo will beat them. Then they go to the Patriots for the rematch. It is the day after Christmas in Foxborough. Probably will be a fun atmosphere. Then they host the Falcons. Atlanta going outdoors on January 2nd in Buffalo. Lock it up for Buffalo. And then the Jets. So they have three games at home against, I don't dregs of the league. You know, top, you know, 12 of the worst teams in the league. Three of the 12 worst. And then there are other games of Patriots. So let's say they go 10 and 7. I can make a case that that's not going to be good enough for the playoffs. I mean, they lost to the Steelers, so they will lose that tiebreaker. They lost to the Colts, so they would lose that tiebreaker. Folks, uh, there's a legit chance that Buffalo misses the playoffs. Rob G., what are they? How do you even recover from that? AFC title game. And we got next in the NF, uh, AFC East. We got next for a decade. And then ten and seven, which is looking like it's headed toward. Rob, I don't. I mean, I don't know. You can't really fire anybody. You just gave Josh Allen all of the money. Like they legitimately could miss the playoffs at ten and seven. I, I think it's. I think it would happen if Indy can get to ten and seven. Yeah, and with the way that Indy's been running the football for the last two months, you have to assume that even in games where they might be underdog, I have looked at their schedule, that they're going to be right in it because it shortens the game when you have Jonathan Taylor. 
you know, whether or not Carson Wentz is good enough to win in a shootout doesn't matter because every game is going to be limited possessions when you're running the football. That's a, but know, that's a good point because met, I just did look and they play the Patriots this week. That'll be their season, right? Yes. Because then it's the Cardinals after that. Uh, they'll probably be underdogs on the road, then Raiders, Jags. But yeah, it's going to come down to the Patriots. Can they run with Jonathan Taylor and everybody off a of bye? But Rob, Patriots off a of bye too. <laughs> Advantage yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, right. Now, now what's funny is that you mentioned the uh, the Bills only beating one team over 500, which is the Chiefs. And they were, again, as you mentioned, they were at their absolute lowest point of the season at, at, at that game. But it gets worse. If you really take a look at, at who they've beaten. All right, so they beat the Chiefs. They beat Washington. They beat Miami. And this, I believe, was during the Miami uh, six-game losing streak. But here's the other ones that they beat. They beat Miami a second time when Jacoby Brissett was quarterback. They beat the Saints when Trevor Simeon had come in to relieve uh, uh, Jameis Winston, and Alvin Kamara did not play in that game. Mm. They beat the Jets with the great white hype, Mike White. And they beat the Texans when it was one of Davis Mills' first starts. Yeah, my, my buddy in New York told me Mike White sold him a Christmas tree over the weekend. Um, <laughs> that's what he's doing now that he's not starting for the Jets. Oh, so I mean, like, it, it, it's one thing to say, yeah, they've only beaten one team over 500. But then you look at who they actually did beat. And even the bottom feeders they beat, they beat them when they were already wounded. Mm-hmm. So there's something to be said about... You mentioned this before the season even started. Was Josh Allen a flash in the pan in 2020? Because if you if you look at the rest of his career, he suddenly had this spike in accuracy that nobody I don't think saw coming from him, even going back to college or, or high school. Even you know he's always been this mold of clay that had all kinds of otherworldly talent. He just could never put it together, and then he puts it together for one season. Buffalo. I'm not going to say they panic, but they figure, hey, we might as well pay this guy now before the price keeps going up now that he's figured it out. And then he kind of revert, reverted back to who he's always been. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that Josh Allen is more like the guy we saw in the first half on Sunday than in the second mm, half. That's harsh. Um, and, and so you, if you're Buffalo, you got to be a little bit concerned about that, man. Yeah. So he uh, his career high for interceptions was 12 as a rookie. He had 10 last year and he's got 11 this year. So he will top that faux show. Um, every stat across the board for him is down from last year. And I know what you'll say, like, oh, well, that's obvious. Come on. Um, of course, he, how could he duplicate that? Well, you gave the guy, what, $40 million a year? That, like, dude, that's what we're paying you for. Um, and it's funny, Rob, because I know he's the one who got paid while Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson did not. And Baker got hurt on Sunday. He went in the medical tent, did not actually miss any plays, I believe. I think Case Keenum warmed up, but I don't think Keenum took a snap. And then Lamar Jackson is the big injury we'll talk about. But, like, it's just so crazy how these swings happen, right? Like, the consistency. I mean, Rob, I mean, it was like Justin Herbert is the man, and then three weeks of Justin Herbert is not very good all of a sudden. And now Justin Herbert's back. And now it's like, well, Josh Allen, dude, where's last year's Josh Allen? Can we have that guy back? Um, I don't know. It's just, it's madness. I did look at the AFC playoff picture, which is a complete shit show. So, uh, the Ch- the Chargers are eight and five now, but the Colts are seven and six. The Bills are seven and six. The Browns are seven and six. The Bengals are seven and six. The Broncos are seven and six. Steelers six six and one. So there is a logjam of teams. Um, and, and again, the Bills have kind of a soft schedule, but I don't know. That, now I will add this as we move on from uh, Bills Bucks. Josh Allen rolled up to the podium Sunday night in a walking boot. 
you know, just precautionary. Something suffered an injury somewhere along the line on Sunday. Um, I, hopefully, it's not serious. Obviously, you know they can't have him take off the Carolina Panthers game. Um, but I would say, outside of that game, I think Rob, the biggest overall impression that I got from anyone is a team we've talked about plenty here. I've talked about them a lot on FS1. The Dallas Cowboys, folks, legitimately have a defense now. Okay, I'm going to give you a stat that's good, that's mind blowing. Okay, remember how Trayvon Diggs had all those interceptions, but in reality, he was getting torched. So, all of a sudden, Trayvon Diggs has Micah Parsons, Randy Gregory, Demarcus Lawrence, all healthy. And the kid Gallimore from Oklahoma, who was a high-round pick uh, last year. All of them healthy. They hold Washington 29 yards in the first half. Taylor Heineke and his backup, he got knocked out of the game. Could do nothing, okay? This Dallas defense is for real. What did Trayvon Diggs do against uh, Scary Terry McLaurin? Oh, it's funny you should ask. He shadowed him on 17 of 18 pass routes. McLaurin, two targets, no catches. So when you have a pass rush that's getting pressure on Heineke, as Dallas did, Diggs all of a sudden, much better quarterback, not getting lit up. They sacked Heineke four times. They forced a fumble. Micah Parsons, by the way, oh my gosh, he's an animal. Uh, Strip sack that was recovered by somebody. Um, And uh, let's see, Micah Parsons had two sacks, a tackle for loss. Demarcus Lawrence, one sack, two tackles for loss. Gallimore had a sack. Randy Gregory, you guys forget, at Nebraska, Randy Gregory was a stud. They were like, oh, this guy's top 10 talent. And then he had, you know, uh, a couple, um, shall we say, issues off the field. And it really hurt his career badly. Fell in the draft. Jerry Jones said, we're grabbing him anyway. Okay, Randy Gregory's 29 years old. He's on his fourth NFL season. He missed all of 2017, missed all of 2019. And now that he's healthy, and it's like, well, who do you double? I mean, Demarcus Lawrence is an all-pro. And I, I, I again, you don't want to overreact. It's friggin' Taylor Heineke, a.k.a. Matt Saracen, a.k.a. QB1. This Dallas defense is going to be a problem. When you can get pressure with four, and not have to blitz, you can do some exotic stuff, Dan Quinn, in that secondary. And just remember the Super Bowl. Pressure with four. Mahomes running for his life. When they blitzed, it was game over. And in the secondary, they just mobbed up Tyreek and Travis Kelsey. This Dallas defense looked incredible against Washington. Washington had nothing going. Okay, I know that final score was kind of close, only one score. Remember, Dak had an, and listen, Dak did not have a good game. Two picks, should have been a third. One of them was a pick six. I was on the Cowboys significantly, so I was watching that very closely. Probably Dak's worst game of the season. Um, his, his QBR was 9.9. That's a little higher than Taylor Heineke's was, 4.9. Uh, they did not have Tony Pollard. The run game, you know, he had a little Corey Clement action. Big injury for Dallas, though. Ty Ron Smith, the left tackle, left the game. Then Lyle Collins, the right tackle, got ejected for sticking up for Dak. If you guys saw the play, Dak was heading toward the sideline, and somebody on the Washington defense like decked him as he's going out of bounds. And Lyle Collins runs over and is ready to throw fists with him. And Zeke Elliott gets in the guy's face, too. I was impressed. I put it on my IG stories, like, way to stick up for your quarterback. I like this. But Collins got ejected. So then... 
Dak was under pressure. That's when he threw the pick six without his two tackles in the game. Um, but I'm just this Dallas team, Rob G. I know that the NFC is loaded, and the Green Bay Packers look awesome. We'll see Arizona and the Rams tonight. By the way, best bet at the end of the podcast. I it just something about Dallas, man. I know that historically they've totally shat the bed in the playoffs, and the rest of the schedule is Giants, Washington, Cardinals, Eagles. Three of those teams are 500 or worse. I'm just saying there is a chance that this Dallas, they're not out of the out of the woods for the top seat. We thought they were with that with that losing streak where they, they lost three or four. Listen, they're going to have to beat Arizona, obviously. They're probably going to need the Rams to win tonight, and somebody's going to have to take down the Packers. Dallas gets a bye. Oof. This team, Rob. I, 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 and this is a likable Dallas team. I don't know if it's just Micah Parsons, but they just look, they, I mean, they look great. Well, they're going to have to look great because it's funny. I, I watched a lot of that game, too, um, mostly because, you know, I turned off the Raiders pretty early. Oh, we got to get uh, to know, the Raiders. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I had to watch something else. So I was watching Dallas. But um, I had a lot of thoughts in this game, too. And, and it was less about the defense, who I agree with you, though. Their front four, now that they're healthy, is, is tremendous. But that offense is making me really, really concerned if, if, I, if I'm a Cowboys fan because I think that they have enough – potential on both sides like that roster is pretty loaded where they can make a deep run in the nfc if they get the right matchups but dak ever since that huge game against atlanta uh about a month ago has just been bad i mean four touchdowns five picks during that span and 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 that's only saved because he played the raiders defense on thanksgiving and lit them up but ever you know he has not been good you mentioned that he should have had three picks yesterday. He had two. That pick six was one of the worst passes I've seen. Yeah, uh, and, NFL did, if you watch that, like the camera just happened to be the one that's like on like a string right behind like him. Behind, yeah, and you could yeah. see him rolling out. You're like, oh wait, he's open. No, no, he's not. And then Dak throws it. You're like, what the hell? You could see that unfolding. That was that was painful. Yeah, and, and you know Tony Pollard's got a foot injury all of a sudden, and and Zeke. The big talking point coming into this game was. You know, hey, do they are they going to rest Zeke? Because you know he's obviously not looking good. These numbers are going to go down after what we saw yesterday because he didn't have a good game yesterday either. But coming into Sunday, since Week Six, he had the ninth worst amongst running backs uh, expected yards per carry. You know, so if the line blocks for five, what do you get in addition to that five yards? You know, because anybody can get that five yards, right? So he was getting negative point two eight yards expected above above expected so he wasn't even getting what was blocked you know like that's how slow and how um stiff he looked because of that knee injury so if they can't run the ball with Zeke and now Tony Pollard's hurt Dak is in this funk that I can't really explain because he has all his receivers now so there's no excuse for that it I if they can't get it together offensively I don't think it's going to matter how good their defense plays because they got to go through Brady, Rodgers, and what you talked about last week, the quietest great team in football, the Arizona Cardinals. So they they need to get it together offensively if they're going to make any kind of noise this season. Yeah, they, they did face Brady in the opener. I mean, that feels like forever ago. Uh, and they lose by two. I, I'm looking at Dak's numbers fifth through 58 passes. Um, 400 yards, three touchdowns. And uh, I'm trying to think back. Do you remember, did they have a chance? 
Yeah, that was one where uh, Dak led the. Oh, I think right. it was yes, a, a drive right. to take the lead, and then Brady's like, "No, nah, I got this one." Yeah, but with a minute twenty-two, went down the field against him. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that so that I mean that feels like a long, long time ago. I mean, that was Micah Parsons' first career game. Uh, it doesn't look like Randy Greg. Oh no, Randy Gregory did play. I don't know how much. Um, Demarcus Lawrence was there, so they had the defense. But it was the first game, you know. Um, interesting. Um, the Cowboys. Uh, I think it's a a bad time. You never want to buy at the top of the market, but everybody's going to have that take today that oh, the Cowboys look Super Bowl potential. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
Let's talk about the teams that do not look like Super Bowl contenders. Uh, let's start with the Vegas Raiders. Oh, God. Your boys. They have been outscored, Rob G, in two games against Kansas City. Wait, I'm going to need a calculator here for a sec. Let's see. Uh, okay, here we go. 89 so much. to 23. Does somebody get fired after this game? Like, does Gus Bradley, hey, man, turn in your card. Just don't show up at the arena. Why, no. How does this happen? No, they fumble on the first play and it's returned for a touchdown. And yeah. it was all downhill from there. We, we talked about this. Like, I'm counting here. One, Tyreek Hill. Miko Hardman, Daryl Williams, Byron Pringle, all catches for over 20 yards. Like, they just don't get it. They don't. I, I don't know. How are you rooting for this team right now? Like, what are you rooting for? You know, screw it. We just want a high draft pick. Is that where you're at? Kind of. I mean, you know, th- this season really went off the rails. You have John Gruden and his those emails and, and Henry Ruggs killed a guy or a woman. You know, the, I don't make light of that. It's just that's what yeah. happened. You know, um, Damon Arnett threatening to to shoot an instagram troll you yeah, know that's right it's, it's just all bad about that. but you know you can't fire gus bradley because their defense has been so bad for such a long time that this season they're kind of middle of the road which is what you'd only hope that they would be the problem is they're middle of the road because they run a very specific defense they run that that seattle seahawks cover three you know that that legion of boom ran for all those years yeah, a decade ago right yeah, the problem, though, is the one defense that's been giving the Chiefs problems all year long is that high to safety look. And so if you look at, at Patrick Mahomes' game log, all right, going back to start of October, take out the two Raider games where he has seven touchdowns, no picks, all right? <laughs> he has six touchdowns, eight interceptions. Yeah. Going against teams that are basically running the same defense all game. Plays against the Raiders, they play something different. He's averaging like three seventy five and four touchdowns. Uh, see, and that's and like why seventy five percent completion. Do you percentage. fire the guy? Like, if I'm the interim, I mean, the interim coach probably has zero clout or ability to fire a coach. No, he's gonna now. get fired too. He'll be but fired. it's like, dude, we know what has stopped them. I don't care what our guys are ready for. We faced them twice now. We have to adjust, adapt, or die. You, I've heard you've heard that, Rob. Yes. You know, I mean. You, at, you used to be just in radio, and now all of a sudden, these podcast things are exploding. So you're now getting another job as also doing podcasts. And who knows? Maybe a podcast network reaches out to you and says, hey, man, radio's dead. We, you can do this shit from your house. You don't have to go in a studio. We're going to pay you to run a podcast network and produce this stuff. And then all of a sudden, you've adapted from being a producer in radio to now being a podcast guy. And- Listen, I moved out to L.A. to just do TV. And what did that expand to? Oh, there's gambling that's popping. Let's do a lot of gambling. Not just TV, digital too. And, oh, yeah, you have a rate gun radio show. Well, why don't we do a podcast? Okay. Like, you've just got to adapt. I don't know how the Raiders can go into that defensive meeting room and be like, wait, why did we do this when we know it doesn't work? I, I'm just – if I'm a Raiders fan, I don't – I, Could, that's couldn't, you make, couldn't you make the same argument with the Chiefs offense? Why do you continue to do this when you know it doesn't work? They're like, oh, well, it's okay. We'll play the Raiders. So you know, we'll, they'll be the get right game. Well, I mean, you know, again, I haven't watched the Chiefs offense as closely against the non too high safeties. Have they adjusted? Uh, I don't, I mean, there's been games where the, I guess they do a lot of check downs to Williams and Edwards Hilaire. 
Um, that's a, that's a fair question. I would I would have to watch him closer because Tyreek Hill's kind of limited, right, on the deep stuff. And yeah, once they take that away, then it's just Kelsey. And and, and you know, for Travis Kelsey is great. I don't mean to take this as it's not a shot at Travis Kelsey, but he's not the most athletic. No, you could tight just say end. he's no George Kittle. You could say it. No, he's not. He's not Darren Waller. He's not you know even Evan Ingram athletically. But he he knows where to find the soft spots in the zone. He has enough wiggle to get you know five or six yards after catch every time because he can make the first guy miss. But he's never going to threaten you beyond like twelve yards. Like that's just not his game. He, he's deadly in these short distances, these quick bursts. And once you erase the Tyree kill over the top, Travis Kelsey's not beating you deep. And yeah. these other guys, for all their speed, they can't run routes to yeah. save their lives unless yeah. they're going against the Raiders, and, apparently. And that's why they got, like, Josh Gordon. They're like, oh, we got a guy opposite Tyree Hill. No, you don't. Like, I mean, Josh Gordon, I know he scored against the Raiders. It's like a one-yard touchdown pass. But he's not opposite Hill. Like, they, you're right. They are very exposed on the route-running department. Like, Hardman, you know, it's just he ain't that dude. Byron Pringle, not get like kind of a gimmick guy, um, you know. And, and you're right, like Kelsey's starting to look old. I mean, you watch that game. I don't know how close you. And he's watched. still great. I, I, like, we're no, yeah, he's very good. good. He's on, awesome. He's very good. But yeah. he's definitely not George Kittle. And I don't know if anybody watched Niners Bengals. I thought that game was incredible, uh, especially the fourth. Now I was on the Niners. Rob, they're up twenty to six to start the fourth. They it melts away. George Kittle makes an unbelievable catch, and they set up the game-winning field goal for Robbie Gould, except it looked like me with my driver. You know, like you hit it, and it goes straight for like, I don't know, two seconds, and then it just hooks badly out of bounds, and you're just like, damn it, I can't use my driver the rest of the day. Robbie Gould's kick, you, uh, you guys saw that. It goes up. I instantly put the hands halfway up. Before they can get fully up, it's hooked out of play. So the Niners are blowing it. And then the Bengals win the coin toss. To go from up 20 to 6 to, oh, we got a game-winning kick opportunity to, oh, shit, we lost the coin toss. Oh, my gosh. The Bengals are moving the football down the field. They get the field goal. I mean, I'm looking at, like, gosh. And Jimmy G, my main man. And, and Rob, you know secretly, definitely a top three storyline this year for me has been Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy G, Trey Lance. Jimmy G delivered again in overtime. Now, obviously, a lot of it was to Kittle. Kittle was so friggin' dominant. If you guys haven't seen it, just queue up YouTube this morning. You want to see domination? You want to watch someone just wreck? George Kittle, 13 catches on 15 targets, buck 51, and a, and a tutty. He was just awesome. There was a short, I think it was like third and five. Everybody in the stadiums yelling, duck, double Kittle, double Kittle. Kittle does a quick move in the middle, and Garoppolo puts in the perfect spot, seven-yard pickup, first down, and then they scored on the next play. Uh, uh, Rob, I love me a good quarterback controversy. Good for numbers. People are going to download when they hear quarterback controversy. And I'm telling you right now, this Niners team, Rob, I, 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 Jimmy G's going to get them to the playoffs. That's happening. They're only 7-6, and six, but they are... You know, like teams starting to get hot, like the Chiefs are getting hot after that midseason struggles. The Niners had lost four in a row early in the season. They were two and four. It was looking bleak. They have won four of five. They beat the Bengals, the Vikings, and the Rams during that stretch. They close out Falcons, Titans, Texans. Oh, that should be three straight wins. And then the Rams, we don't know if the Rams are going to be sitting people. 
I don't think the Titans are very good. I think the 49ers will be favored on the road in that one. Um, ah, shit. It's on a Thursday after the Falcons, so it's on a short week travel. Ooh, that's not ideal. Damn it. Anyways, I think 10-7 and seven gets you to the playoffs in the NFC. And Rob, I'm telling you, if Jimmy, how many rounds does Jimmy G need to win before 49ers fans are like, you know, we're going to have to stick with this guy? Or is that not even an option? Because every time I watch Jimmy G, I come away like, I like this guy, man. I know he's not going to wow you with a, an amazing arm. He's not, he's not Aaron Rodgers, okay? We know that. that. It's not breaking news. Jimmy G is not Tom Brady. He's not automatic. You don't have utmost confidence in Jimmy G dropping back. He did take five sacks. I was extremely frustrated on several of them. But damn, he just... So for some reason, he's able to deliver, Rob. And I know you're laughing, and I'm sure a lot of people are like, he's got a good team. Bullshit. The 49ers stink. Their secondary is so beat up. Uh, Debo Samuel had one catch for 22 yards coming off the injury. They're down to, I think, running back number three in Jeff Wilson. Um, Jawan Jennings. Every time he catches the ball, it's nearly a heart attack happening because he his bulk security is terrible. I mean... Robbie Gould, eh? I don't know, Rob. I, I like Jimmy G. I love the. I love, and also I have money on the Niners to win the Super Bowl, which seems like it's not happening. But nevertheless, Rob Niners. Uh, let me just say this is a message for all of our female listeners out there. Find yourself a man who loves you the way Jason McIntyre oh, loves Jimmy G. Damn. I, I mean, like, he's just like it's, it's incredible. G. But, you know, I, I I thought that it would have been crazy before the season to say this, but let me say this, that if they win one playoff game, I would not be surprised if he's back under center next season. And it, it says less to do with him and more to do with what we've seen from Trey Lance this season. Trey Lance is clearly not ready to play NFL meaningful, meaningful games in the NFL. Yeah, well, is this Alex Smith... Patrick Mahomes part two because if you remember Alex Smith got to the playoffs they take that lead I think it was like 19 nothing over was it Tennessee I don't know maybe Buffalo somebody it was Tennessee it was, it was the Mariota game yes oh there you go and Alex Smith blows it and the next season you know they move on and dump him I, I don't know if he blew it I'm sorry I don't know if Alex Smith blew the game but they lose but he the lost. big lead yep. he lost he was the losing quarterback um and the next season, they go to Mahomes, and the rest is history. Maybe that's the case with Lance. And but, but the difference is everybody who was around that team at that point all said, oh, this guy Mahomes is special. Like, we're not going to throw him in because he doesn't know. But were they yet. saying that during young. the season? Yeah. When he was yeah, the backup? You, you, you can go back and look, and they say, yeah, this guy's got tons of talent. You know, But the difference huh. is that we're, we're in a position where we can win now or we can't afford to, to deal with the growing pains that are going to come from a guy like that. You know, and, and from the Niners beat writers that I follow on social media, I'm not getting anything like that about Trey Lance. They, there's, there's some we even think he's regressed since training camp Ooh. as a quarterback. Yeah, it's funny. I remember people were like, hey, uh, you know, he's coming in in the red zone to make plays. Like, they're not even doing that anymore. No. Now, are they saving those for the playoffs? Like, how do you go from using him in the red zone early to we're not going to use him at all? Is he even active? I don't know. I assume he's a backup. With, with the way he's been running the football, don't be surprised if Debo Samuel gets those wildcat quarterback That's a looks good point. in the playoffs. Debo is my guy uh, in fantasy. Um, by the way, Joe Burrow is is really good. I like to watch him. He's fun. I just 
I wish he were on. I, I bet against him a lot, and I seem to win against him a lot. Um, at any rate, you want to go through anything else? Let me, I'm looking at the Jets. They get smoked. Alvin Kamara back is interesting. Uh, they could be some kind of spoiler, maybe. New Orleans. It, with the defense, Kamara is a game changer because you don't need your quarterback throwing a ton, right? Uh, Taysom Hill's through like, what, 13, 20 passes, something like that. It's all running and defense. And they have the nine, they have the Bucks next in a rematch. That'll be interesting. Um, Let's see the other ones. I, I we, we didn't touch on Browns, Ravens. Listen, that was a tough non-cover for Cleveland. 24 to 3. If you got it late in the week, you got three. If you got it early in the week, there was one and a half, two, two and a half. Two and a half did not get you there. Tough one. Now, the real reason it's tough is because Lamar Jackson got hurt. And you're like, oh, Lamar's down and the Browns are winning? Pfft, that's a wrap. And then this kid, Huntley, comes out it's not Brett Huntley the UCLA guy it's what Tyrone Huntley what's his name Rob you put me on the spot like I, I, I don't even know it's something Huntley card. it is Huntley I think he's from Utah if I remember that correctly okay. I think I remember that but I don't know if I remember his first name offhand so so this guy basically is Lamar Jackson light and makes a ton of wild and crazy plays and just delivered it Tyler was unbelievable Huntley. shocking stuff from Huntley. Tyler Huntley from Utah. Tyler Huntley from Utah. Well done. You're a Pac-12 guy. I knew you'd come right. through. Um, I just, I, I don't, I, I don't know what the hell the Browns' problem was. You can't close that out. Up a lot against Huntley. Now this is an interesting subplot. So Lamar destroyed, and I mean just killed Cleveland last year. Uh, it, two matchups, and Lamar Jackson. You remember the second one was where he had the runs in the fourth quarter or whatever and had to leave the game and then he came back or it was ha, 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 Lamar Jackson shit his pants or whatever. There were those jokes flying. But the reality is he absolutely destroyed Cleveland last season. Two meetings. Let me call up the numbers here. I remember the the, the 47-42 game was late in the season and he rushed for 124 yards and two scores. And in the earlier meeting, the season opener, he had three touchdown passes. Um, and he basically just killed him in both games. So what did the uh, Browns do? They go out and draft this kid. Uh, his initials are J-O-K. Um, Jeremiah Okuda, whatever his last name. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm not going to butcher the guy's last name. But they draft Jock, the fast kid out of Notre Dame. He's a fast linebacker. And on a pass rush against Lamar. Remember, most people miss Lamar. So Owusu Koromora gets in there and drills Lamar. I don't want to say he hit him low, but got him around the ankles. And Lamar is carted off, and he didn't return. They draft the guy specifically to shadow Lamar, spy him, whatever you want to call it, and he did his job. I mean, it was a, you're just like, damn. And these guys, they're hyping this guy up. He's a really fast linebacker. He moves like a safety, but he's a linebacker. And that's a great get for the Browns. That's a great win. Uh, Baker Mayfield, not particularly sharp again. Uh, one interception, another one that was dropped. Doesn't really scare you down the field. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. Rob, uh, uh, before we get to the best bet for Rams Carlos, I just want to ask you. What are you doing with the Baker and Lamar extensions? Because they both want to get paid big time. That's obvious. Paying Lamar. But what though? He he's not Josh Allen. He gets Pan, hurt. Yeah, no, but he he deserves 
the Josh Allen contract because he's done it over a longer period of time. So and you're paying whole, for what he has done. Their their whole team is built around Lamar Jackson. They they don't have great receivers. You know, I know they got talent, but they're not established yet. You know, they're, they're um, Bateman looked pretty strong, damn good. A strong yesterday. running game that that you know, even though they're down a lot of guys right now, it's built off of Lamar Jackson's ability to move. The defense plays a certain way because they're expecting games to be short because a lot of running. They're not they're not built to play in, in shootouts. So Baltimore backed themselves into a corner. They need to to pay him because if they don't have him, then all these receivers, these four blocking tight ends, and Mark Andrews is great. They don't make any much in much sense if you have a different guy like Derek Carr playing quarterback for you. You know, you 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 built your offense, your whole team in such a way, you got to pay him. They have no choice. Baker, you hit or miss. You can go let go of Baker today. It wouldn't matter. Oh, that's cold blooded. I do want to uh, remind people. Yes, uh, Lamar Jackson is playing without his left tackle, who's out for the season, and his right tackle. Uh, they had to resort to a backup this past week, and I think Devontae Freeman was on like a sofa in September before they had to pick him up off the scrap heap. Uh, so they're on like their fourth running back. And Bateman, the rookie, again, he had a really good game, seven for 103. He's still getting worked in. Um, so, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm being unfair to Lamar saying, you, I, I don't know that I pay him, but are you are you giving him more money than Dak? Uh, probably right around the same. And this, what, what, All that matters is the guaranteed money. I mean, right. the years, it doesn't matter. And, Whatever the guaranteed money is. And this be. is the toughest part, Rob. Like, if you don't want to pay him, what's the market for Lamar Jackson? Are a lot of people clamoring to get a running quarterback? Because you also have to like build a new entire offense. You can't just say, hey, we are the Houston Texans. We're just going to grab Lamar Jackson and run what we've been running. You have to basically get a new OC that fits what he does. Um, I don't know that it's that easy. I mean, Lamar Jackson's very good in the regular season. But, and yes, I get that there's teams that are nowhere near the playoffs. Detroit, Houston, Carolina. Like, they would all kill for Lamar. And he's sell, he's sell sickest too, right? Would you agree with that? He's popular. Absolutely. Yep. So I'm not selling him short. I'm just saying, like, I don't think it's a slam dunk. Like, oh, if Lamar hits the market, everybody wants him. Listen, Aaron Rodgers hits the market. Everybody wants him. Russell Wilson hits the market. Everybody wants him. Deshaun Watson hits the market. Everybody wants him. Like, I don't think Lamar's in that class yet. But then again, I didn't think Dak would be. And he was having a great season before this little mini slump um, to, uh, heading into December. Um, I guess, Rob, we didn't really touch on Urban Meyer. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's fucking we'll get to that tomorrow. We got we got a lot to say about yeah. Urban Meyer. All right, Meyer. yeah, we'll we'll save uh, Urban Meyer for tomorrow. Maybe he'll be fired later today. I don't know. Tennessee rolls him, but um, all right, let's get to uh, Monday Night Football. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage. The cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. All right, I know we've done a lot on gambling in this uh, episode of Straight Fire, but I want to get down on some Cardinals-Rams action. I kind of, listen guys, you know if you've been listening to the pod all season, I have liked the Cardinals from the jump. Now, like an ass clown, I have bet against them multiple times. Bad, bad mistakes. Just not smart, Jason. I'm going against the Cardinals tonight, folks. Uh, I, I don't know, like, a couple things are leading me to this. Number one, everybody wants to point to the last meeting. Oh, geez, Cardinals killed him. It wasn't even really close. Well, yes, the Cardinals did lose. But did you know McVay had previously owned Arizona? Won seven straight against them. And then coming into this one, everybody had the Rams. Right? I mean, everyone's like, oh, yeah, Rams got this. Uh, Cardinals, and eh, Rams were favored by four at home. So, you know, they were just coming off the win over Tampa Bay, which kind of, 
you expected the Rams a little bit of a come down from defeating the Super Bowl champs. But then if you actually watched the game, and I did watch it closely, this was a close one. First quarter, second quarter happens, Arizona scores, and then and it's uh, Arizona's up 14-10. They had two long drives on this Rams defense, which has been leaky at times. Right after it was 14-10, Sony Michelle first play fumble. Arizona takes over at the uh, Rams 21, bing, bang, boom, touchdown, and it's 21-10, and that kind of changed everything. And, you know, the Rams really never recovered. They were uh, they give up a field goal to start the second half. They're down two touchdowns. They miss a field goal, Arizona touchdown, and that was like ball game. It was like, wow. It was clear the Rams are, listen, the Rams are a good team. We know this. They're Super Bowl contenders for a reason. And they put up 400 yards of offense. Uh, not all of it was garbage time, by the way. But when you turn the ball over twice, Cardinals had no turnovers. And when you give up 200-plus rushing yards uh, to James Conner and company, you're not going to be able to stop them. Now, this is a much better spot for the Rams. Arizona's coming in hot, and I did bet the Rams getting two and a half. I don't think everybody else is going to like that. A lot of people will love Arizona. By the way, if you remember the contest I talked about, how everybody was picking you know, in the contest is basically squares, and the most picked team was Washington. Lost, did not cover. Second most was Buffalo. Lost, did not cover. Third most, Arizona. Fourth most, Cincinnati. And fifth was Baltimore, which got super lucky at the end. I know you could say Buffalo got unlucky. Jason, you were on Buffalo, blah, blah, blah. Bottom line is, you want to avoid the most picked. Those are the consensus plays. Those are the picks that everybody and their mom has. I like the Rams in this spot. Uh, I don't like the Henderson situation. Goodness gracious. Coming down with the COVID list, he joined it Saturday. So now it's the Sony Michelle show. And, you know, you guys, uh, come on, Sony Michelle, there's a reason the Patriots got rid of him. Uh, come on. He's just, he's not a great running back. I don't know where they go for the run game. Um, but, you know, we'll see about uh, Andrew Whitworth. He's supposed to start at left tackle, did not practice on Saturday. Uh, you know, Odell didn't practice, Aaron Donald didn't. It could just be a rest thing. You know, veterans, it, it, Whitworth is 40, and he's starting a game tonight. Uh, not something you see all the time. Uh, Arizona, also very healthy, but Buda Baker, um, you know, we'll see what happens. He he did not uh, practice, had a big play last week. Overall, I, listen, I like Arizona long-term. I think they're a sneaky team to win the Super Bowl. Um, well, not that sneaky. They have the best record in the NFC. Ha, ha, ha. But I'm on Arizona here. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm on the Rams here, getting two and a half against Arizona. Um, I think it'll be a good one. And um, you guys enjoy the game, enjoy the gambling. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.